Well, hello and welcome to the Church Office Podcast. My name is Gavin Smith and it's a joy today to welcome you to this podcast. We've got a special guest, Karen Coleman. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Gavin. It's great to have you on here and we're talking church administration, operations. It's our world. We absolutely love it. Um, It's a privilege to serve churches in this role. And um, particularly, we're going to focus today on that kind of the challenge of working in a part-time way to this. And um, I've always been in a full-time role, so I I need to bring in an expert, and the expert is Karen. So, Karen, tell us a little bit about your church and and where where you're based working. I work for Fuller Baptist Church in Kettering, which is in Northamptonshire. Um, Fuller is um, an old Baptist church, around over 300 years, Um, and we have a large suite of buildings. the buildings are grade two listed um, and are currently presenting us with lots of challenges on the looking after front. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the church has been around a long time. Yeah. And you've got some great history, haven't you? Tell us a little bit about the history of church. I think I think listeners will be interested in this. Yeah. So as well as having a grade two listed building, um, the church was named after Andrew Fuller. Um, and Andrew Fuller was the at-home missionary support group um for William Carey and when William Carey went to India Andrew um Fuller was at home um writing to him and supporting him and raising funds yeah um and they were both um instrumental in the formation of the Baptist Missionary Society yeah yeah which did huge amount of work didn't it huge and I love it you might be one of the only churches and maybe others have has a museum in their church that's pretty (laughs) spectacular isn't it (laughs) As well as all the artefacts to do with Fuller Baptist Church, we also host um, the BMS's uh, collection of artefacts that they have. Um, and those are in a, a big area in the church upstairs. And people can come and visit them if they want to. They just have to make an appointment. <laughs> yeah, please sign up. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And you get trips and people coming to visit. It's it's very popular, isn't it? And it's uh... Yes. Yes. We have a lot of people come from America. Yeah. Uh, I've had phone calls with a chap who got up at half past six in the morning to phone me. It was 11 o'clock for me from Greenville, South Carolina. He phoned from. Um, he was coming on a tour of early Protestant churches as his okay. holiday. Okay. That is so, that is, as, as a holiday, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> so tell us a bit about how long you've been working in administration and operations. I've, I've worked. Um, so I started my career as a retail manager. Okay. Um, and did about 18 years. I then worked for um, a uniformed youth organisation at a training and activity centre, um, so charity-based. Yeah. Um, I then did three years as an office manager for Norwich Youth for Christ. Oh, brilliant. Uh, moved to Northampton. And while um, once we'd been here a few years, I did 13 years full-time as the... Um, office manager stroke administrator stroke operations manager (laughs) church that we worship at my husband and I worship at um I then had a two-year break and took a part-time job at Fuller yeah yeah so how's that change how's that transition gone from full-time you know knowing everything that needs to be done and now you're now you're working part-time there must be some challenges in that yes Yes, there. Um, I started on a twelve-hour contract, two six-hour days. Okay. Um, and that was 
even although I'd had a two-year gap, that was that was really strange. Just going in one day, having a day off, going in another day, having a long weekend, going in. A, it was. I'm sure there's lots of people out there that understand this. <laughs> I felt like I was starting my week every day I went in. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't just the um the sh- the short hours. It was the fact that the day was only six hours as well. Mm. Um, whereas a lot of us might work seven or eight hour days. Um. So it was adjusting to all of that, yeah, and having to you know plan that in, and no, I cannot get involved in everything, and I have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be disciplined, I guess. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, as I said earlier, I have to keep going back to my job description and saying this is what I need to do. Yeah, especially if if you've spent a long time working part time, you might be more organized about it but when I've been 13 years full-time in a church I was used to being involved in a wide spread of church activity yeah I'm not now I've got very specific things I should be doing and I I need to remind myself all the time to keep just into these things focus on those things yeah so give us a bit of a run through then of your your job description What, what are some of the things that you're responsible for the main part of my job description is about the building yeah of the building the health and safety the maintenance of the building um just generally things to do with the building that is the the bulk of my my role um looking after um contractors when they come in um working with the property deacon to get the right quotes for the right jobs and to schedule those in to be there while those people are in the building um we re- the building's not got a huge amount of use um but we would like to use it more but we are restricted by the fact that it's not accessible there is no lift um and that does that does limit us as well but at the moment we have such a huge maintenance project going on that we can't really take on much more until we've got through that we'll be disrupting bookers and just turning them off yeah yeah okay so a lot of building stuff so tell me about the grade 2 you know, for someone who doesn't, whose church is a, a warehouse in the middle of a, you know, an, an estate, um, what what does that mean? Oh, it well, means headaches. It means headaches. Yes, <laughs> it, it, I think overall it just means you have to be careful with what you do. Okay. We have a broken down pipe in the listed, you know, the old part of the building, yeah. which which you, Gavin, could go and just put a pl- bit of plastic up, and it would be fine. Yeah. I will have to have a like-for-like cast-iron downpipe made, probably, to match what's already there. Mm. And that's that's the thing. So we can make alterations. The church in the past has had um, permission to take some pews out. Yeah. Um, but that's that has run out. But you can make alterations. You just have to follow the rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> understand them but we um, we're a baptist church so we're part of baptist union of great britain um and we have um conversations with their listed building team who are very helpful oh that's good through the process um and that gives us an ecclesiastic exemption from going through the local planning yeah yeah i i like you i have no experience really yeah. um, of having a listed building before so i have to listen to what others with more experience say and I'm often the one having the conversation with the Baptist Union because I'm around in the day yeah 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 that yeah I mean for some that would be a really challenging 
challenging job, isn't it? Buildings and managing buildings and doing maintenance while trying to manage and continue to do ministry and and demands that are on. Yeah. I think buildings is a tough part of the job, isn't it? Yes, yes. And and it it can be quite, in the situation that I'm in, because we have this big project going on, it can be quite overwhelming. Mm. Um because I'm a I'm a generalist manager type person, you know. Let's give me something and I'll run it. Type, yeah. Um, rather than having a lot of in depth knowledge of buildings. Yeah. Um, and um, it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it takes over. It's and because you're only there part time, you know. You're I'm arranging something this morning for somebody to come and fix something, but I want them to come on days that I'm in. Yeah. Which really restricts what you're doing and how long things take yeah so it does slow everything down yeah are you really strict with your days that these are the days i work and and you don't flex them across other days are you what what how do you run that and what are the rules what are the rules um well i don't worship in the church that i work for yeah um and that is that that's different isn't it yeah does make things very different as well and that has been another cultural adjustment for me but it does mean when you go home you go home yeah however <laughs> there are one or two deacons that have my personal mobile phone number <laughs> that i would talk to um the property deacon because these things take time and he has a day job yeah sometimes he'll phone me at half past four when i've just come back from work okay. and that, you know i will do that because that makes things easier you know you just have to do that um generally i'm only in the building on a tuesday and a thursday but this week i've done tuesday and wednesday because of um contractors we had in yesterday and i've worked at home today mm-hmm. you know i i can i try not to move them around too much but i i can move them around tuesday wednesday thursday yeah um, yeah so give me give me another bit of insight what what are the um the joys of being part-time there must um, be some, surely. It has been wonderful because I have worked full time um, yeah. since I was 21. Um, so having a long weekend, yeah. I, I stop work at three o'clock on a Thursday and I don't go back to work till nine o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. So I have opportunity to do other things with my friends or in my own church. So I, I run a group and help run a group in a church, my own church on a mm-hmm. Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm um and um i got to know my neighbors very well over lockdown and um it it gives me time if we want to go out for a coffee um yeah. it just gives you a bit more me time i suppose in some yeah. respects um and because it's not the church that i worship in i don't get disturbed on a sunday the way yeah those of you who might work in your own church you can't just go in and worship somebody will ask you a question about yeah. something um so that you know that works really well for me um and um i'm just looking at some notes i've written down um yeah i think that 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 yeah, is that's a joy. having yeah. space in the week is has been really good yeah and do you, have you um i mean part time i i think if i had some part time staff and we we do have a bit they you have to kind of manage a little bit differently don't you and and if you have a staff meeting or something which mm-hmm. takes up two hours for someone working full-time they can go okay I can make that work but a loss of two hours for mm-hmm. you with the projects that you've got going on is actually really significant isn't it yes 
Yes, and um, we have the we don't have a, a minister at the moment. We're in what Baptist churches would call a pastoral vacancy. Okay, uh, and um, but we have a youth worker and a caretaker, and we we have a uh, we have coffee together. Okay. <laughs> For half an hour, three quarters of an hour, where we just catch up with each other, we talk about anything that we all need to know. Um, we pray, and but we try to keep that quite minimum because two of us work very part time. Yeah. Um, I have done, as I say, I work two full days and and four hours at home, and sometimes that four hours at home involves an evening Zoom with the property team. <laughs> okay. Have a meeting, um, but that's the flexibility that that extra four hours that I've got gives me. Um, because taking a meeting like that out of 12 hours would have just reduced my week to almost nothing yeah so sometimes I, I so I to answer your previous question I do that sort of flexibility yeah. with that yeah and do you have somebody I mean without a minister there I mean is that common place for some churches that you know and people that you interact with you can would they be similar where they don't have a lead pastor or somebody in there or a vicar and there's a staff team but no leadership i guess in that sense i think if you're in a um a rel- a church with a relatively small staff like ours if if you don't have a minister then then yes you might be in that situation um i have um one deacon um who comes in to see me every other week um fills me in on what's going on in the church meeting that's relevant to my job yeah um, or what's going on in the deacons meeting that's relevant to my job. Um, my line man- manager is the church secretary, um, whom I've seen a few times this year, but he has a big day job. Yeah. You know, and he's yeah. trying to juggle too many balls, really. Um, yeah. and, but it's fine because I have this other deacon that comes in regularly to see me and catch up and, and just share what's going on in the life of the church. Yeah. And that that makes a difference, doesn't it? I can I can tell that makes a difference. So you've got, you know, some communication, you you you're touching base with people, you're being cared for in that sense by this deacon. Mm-hmm. Um and and that's that's really good. For for people who are in part-time roles who who don't feel supported, any any advice for them? When I started working for a church, I was the only person in the office and it was me, an assistant minister and a minister, really. um, Um, And I was very fortunate that I found out about a conference that was going on in London. And I went to this conference. This would have been 15 years ago, at least. I mean, I got there, I met a few other people from Northampton who were at the same conference doing the same job. And that was where I met John Truscott and helped yeah. out UCAN. And for me, being part of UCAN gave that support. Yeah. Um, I got to know a good eight other administrators in the town. Um, we met every couple of months. Um, we talked about our jobs. We shared information on email, you know, to help each other out. And that's still going today. A different group of people, but, you know, yeah. that's that's still there in, in some way today. And I think that's that is a way to get support to engage with an organisation that that is like minded to the work that you're doing. Um, so, you know, contact you can try to get into a local group um, or in Kettering there isn't a local group, but I have you know I've I'm in contact with one of the other church min- administrators in the town. We've had a few coffees just to yeah. touch base, and I think you can 
that would be for me the way of getting support going yeah. outside of the church yeah and that does make sense doesn't it yeah it really does and you you took the initiative and, and that's great and if you find yourself in that situation part-time and you're experiencing some of the things that karen is sharing um which can be common for part-timers then yeah connecting with other christians in a similar role does the world of good and and you can is uh you know uk church administrators network um has been brilliant sounds brilliant any anything else that you'd you know that you've enjoyed while being part of the kind of UCAN family and finding support um i enjoy the conferences when i can get to them yeah uh, and so i i've continued to meet up with about five church administrators locally in northampton mm. um still and i i do do that on my day off now um and obviously there are um, podcasts that you send out um, mm-hmm. from the church office um, and, and and trainings and webinars that um, you can make available as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and often um, part-timers don't, because they don't have the, the hours, they don't get the opportunity for training and getting on courses and things like that, because they can be whole day trainings, <laughs> can't they? And um have you found any useful places to get training kind of outside of you can in the church office that you could signpost to you've sent me a few links before haven't you of yes <laughs> things and training and I, I love it you, you're you're very proactive at this stuff so um i i found training through the open university um when i went to work for fuller at first um mm. the baptist union advertised this free course for the open university um and working with historic buildings um okay. so I I did I did that course um and if you're in a um historic building that you're looking to develop that is a course looking worth looking up and yeah. um, online course you do it in your own time it would be more beneficial to do it in a, a leadership group you know you yeah. with other people involved in the development of the property yeah. um that that was a, re- a really a really good course um I've done food hygiene online yeah um I did first aid um through my own church rather than yeah. Fuller, but of course I can use it for Fuller. Yeah. Um I don't know if you can remember anything else I've sent you, Gavin. Yeah, no, no. I think I think the stuff that you sent on buildings was great. Yeah. And I think yeah. um that, that that's really encouraging, isn't it? Because if you've got a grade one or two listed building and you're trying to navigate these things, and like you say, when you, when we when you start a new job, you don't always get the opportunity and the time to use to kind of learn about this stuff, and you're learning on the job. Yes. While trying to do everything else, and it sounds like the Baptist Union have got some great kind of centralized resources, and and maybe if you're part of a network, then maybe there's a conversation. Say, actually, you know, who who else has been dealing with these things in the past? Because the reality is, you always find someone, don't you, who's gone, oh, I've done that before. Let me share my experience and. And I think UCAN is a great place to kind of connect with people across the board for that. So um... I mean, if you're at a UCAN conference, almost everybody in the room has done a building project, is involved in a building project, is about to start a building project. <laughs> no matter how large or small it is, yeah. um, a lot of us are in buildings that that need some work done. Um, yeah. In my previous job, we knocked the church down and rebuilt the church. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You know, so there's always something um going on around yeah yeah well fantastic well thank you so much for sharing your experience and and filling us in a little bit and um 
and I think I hadn't appreciated just how challenging it can be for you know administrators working in a part-time role and, and it's great to kind of hear that and and I love your your joy and you've obviously had a great deal of faith in you know in persistence in everything that you've done and and I, I love that I love the fact that you've gone and done lots of different jobs and and now you're still continuing to work which is amazing yeah got to keep the brain going <laughs> <laughs> that's good and I'm sure you're, you're an absolute um blessing and, and yeah if you're interested in the history of the church then then look it up online mm-hmm. um if karen and i can answer any questions or anything that we think that we can you know you think we can serve you in and um, get in contact with the podcast we'd love to hear it we'd love to set up a conversation or answer some questions and whatever that would do to serve you that would be great um please check out the website there's lots of policies and documents and podcast i think we're up to about 66 podcasts now so loads of stuff we love talking about the behind the scenes ministry and you'll find i'm sure you'll find something of interest on our website until next time we'll see you soon thanks for coming on karen thank you bye take care everyone bye-bye bye